0: Good afternoon, this is Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet for Monday, July 13, 2020, and this is your local radio show about jazz drummer Paul Modian, music he played, music he inspired, and music he was inspired by. Today's show is recorded at home, as I've been doing for a while now, due to the COVID-19 virus. And I did an interview with Russ Lawsing, pianist, on Zoom last week. And I've put it together with a bunch of his music. And that's going to be the theme for today's show. I want to thank my sponsors of the show here on Community Radio WRFR. And they are the Dowling Walsh Gallery, Rockport Automotive, and The Curator. I did an interview with Russ in 2015, and that's still available as a podcast if you Google it. He did an album in May of 2011, which was called Drum Music and Solo Piano with 10 Paul Modian compositions. And last year, in 2019, Russ came out with another album called Modian Music, and that is with his trio with Masakamaguchi on bass and Billy Mintz on drums. And I'm going to start with a cut from that, and this is Paul's song, Introduction. You guys
1: how did you guys meet how did you and paul meet um well uh i called him for a record date because um i wanted to play with him that's all there was to it you know i've been uh-huh. listening to him for so long you know and i thought man i just want to play with this guy and so i actually called ed schuler because ed knew him uh-huh. so i called and i know ed so i called him and i said can you call Motion?" Mm. asked him if he wants to do a record date
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he called Called him and paul said yeah and that and so um <clears throat> that's all there was to it i booked the studio and i picked him up at his apartment uh-huh. with his drums in my car
2: uh-huh. you know?
1: so the first time i ever met him he was standing in a lobby with yeah. his drums around him <laughs> so what year was that like was that that was 1999 yeah and that's, that's uh, Dreamer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's the record we made. Um, we went out to Brooklyn and he never went out to Brooklyn back then, you know. But oh, I yeah. drove him out there. Yeah, he made it across the river. <laughs> we all joke about that. But it was great because, you know, like the moment we we met each other, it was just like we'd known each other anyway, forever. He it was, it was very charming and it was super easy. Yeah, we talked the whole way by air and the whole way back. It was very easy. He'd yeah. never heard the music. he never, nothing. I would play the music. I would play through the tune on the piano and he'd stand mm-hmm. behind me at the studio. And then he said, okay, let's go. You know, and then we it. Yeah. Him, and then we go on to the next one. That was it. One take of everything. Yeah. I think we were there for not even three hours. It was two and a half hour session or something.
0: Wow. know. Yeah. And you wrote all the songs except for
1: not all of them. Right, you, there's you, an yeah, there's Andrew Hill Monk. tune. Yeah. yeah, a couple of Monk at and Andrew Hill tune.
0: Yeah, did you did Paul tell you he played with Andrew Hill? A little bit.
1: Uh no.
0: Oh,
1: oh, he never told me that. I
0: what? think he did. Yeah. I that, didn't, that I didn't know. Wow, I'm pretty sure he did. That's
2: interesting.
0: <laughs> he's on. He's on a. Um, it isn't he's on one i think he's on one of his recordings am i right about that no i could just be making it up
1: <laughs> uh, you might be right about it uh i mean you probably are i just don't know yeah but i'm gonna have to find out because i i don't think i've ever heard them together
0: if you have a better memory than me you remember that i did do a whole show about andrew hill and played uh, a recordings that Paul Modian did with him in January of 1970. It's a little bit confusing. I haven't had a tape of Paul's and um, it had a couple of the things on it. And I thought it was on the album One for One. And in some places it says that's Paul, but in some places it says it isn't. Um, but it, it's definitely on Mosaic Select 16 in and Andrew Hill, previously unreleased cuts, released in 2005. Um, so I'm going to play next the Andrew Hill tune that's on Russ Lawsing's Dreamer, and it's called Awake, with Ed Schuler on bass. What kind of piano is that that you have?
1: My piano? I have a Steinway. Steinway, yeah. A Steinway Model B, yeah. It's a seven-foot.
0: Yeah, it looks big.
1: (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Uh.
0: Um, Yeah, so tell us about when did you first start going over to Paul's house, to his apartment, and and he started having you play through music so he could listen to it.
1: Oh, um, you think about that uh, well, it wasn't right away, you know, because we gotta get had to get to know each other, you know what I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, it took you know, I mean, we just started, he actually started calling me uh every once in a while, just to chat, I don't know when he was in a mood uh, yeah, and then, and then he also called me because he thought I knew a lot about comp- mac max, yeah. <laughs> which I don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm just a regular Mac. <laughs> well, you know? he, he
0: called you my computer guy to me.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, so, I didn't even know you was like an, an it right. Or something. Yeah.
0: yeah. I didn't even know you were a pianist at first. I was like <laughs>
1: yeah. that, like, that's really funny. Isn't it? Yeah. He's like, I mean, ask, a...
0: ask Russ, ask Russ to help you. Are <laughs> you
1: <I'm> serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you would have been vastly disappointed. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm helping him with, um, you know, Paul. Um, okay, you see, there's like three windows open on your desktop. And <laughs> so you have to click at the top of one to bring it forward. Yeah, that's what <laughs> we're talking about. Also, use the, he, oh man, he used the mouse with the left hand. Okay, but upside down. <laughs> left handed upside down. So, uh, so, um, so, you know, when he brings the mouse down like this, the yeah. cursor goes up.
0: Uh huh.
1: Like that, yeah. <laughs> and I said, um, "Why are you doing that?" He said, well, I don't know. He, that's it. He never he started that way and never changed. It. <laughs> he just kept doing
0: it that way. Yeah. That's
1: so he never changed. Yeah. So no, my tech thing with my tech thing with him is uh, not basic, super basic. Yeah, I don't know. He would yeah. just get stuck on the most basic thing in the whole world and call me up. You know. Yeah. And and I would be like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to help you. <laughs> I'm going to have to come up there. <laughs>
2: yeah. But yeah. But that you know, was...
1: uh, go ahead. On the other hand, I mean, don't forget, I mean, he was he didn't get a computer till he was in his must have been mid 70s, right? Or well, over 70.
0: 60. No, I think he was in 68 mid-60s. maybe. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, it's just, yeah. you know, that's Yeah. I mean, well, not I... many guys could deal with that yeah
0: that's what i say i'm impressed that he he got one and and Mm -hmm. learned how to use it and really you know he got it for writing his book you know yeah i mean he was doing it some of it on a typewriter at first and then um but yeah but to learn it you know to learn how to run it and everything and yeah it is it's not easy (laughs) So I guess he felt comfortable with you asking you questions.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we got along real well. And then, you know, at some point then I would go up there to help him with his computer. And then uh, we'd listen to some music and hang out. And then at some point I'd show up and he'd be like, can you play this on the piano for me? You know, and then that's how that started. Yeah. So, I mean, that must have been, he must have been, I don't know mid 70s by the time we were doing that you know yeah yeah
0: yeah it's a great i don't know i think it's a great friendship story the two of you you know so
1: (laughs) i know i don't know it's funny we got along so well the difference in our age is significant but uh yeah we just got along i don't know why he was very nice to me Thank you.
0: a Paul Modian tune from Russ Lossing's album, Modian Music, which came out in 2019. And it's Russ on piano, Masa Kamaguchi on bass, and Billy Mintz on drums. And I want to remind you that you're listening to Community Radio, WRFR, Low Power, Rockland, Maine, streaming online at wrfr.org. So when you um, when you write music, um, did you do you feel any influence from Paul's compositions when you were playing his for him, or was it is it do you think it's a totally different approach that you have or um, yeah it's, it's not, a kind I of a hard question
1: yeah I, I would say no not really I mean because he yeah. had his thing and I had my thing and by the time I met him I was already how old was I. I was already over 40 when I met him. So, yeah, you know, so no, I, I pretty much have my own thing, but I, I, I have to admit, I, tr- I have tried to figure out how he wrote a couple of his things because some of those just stark melodies are like, you know what? I don't know. You have to have a certain, I don't know really how he did it. Actually to tell you the truth. I mean, yeah. Cause some of them are so simple, but you, it's hard to write a simple melody that isn't simplistic. You know,
0: yeah.
1: It's very hard. You know, it's almost like writing pop music, you know, and it's it's how do you write a really good melody that is really, really simple without it being stupid. I don't know. But he really knew how to do that. Um, and there is yeah. one tune, though, that I wrote for him, but it's on a record coming out in November. It's oh, called Meta- Metamorphism is the name of the record.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. great. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, you recognize that, right? As yeah, his from email. his
0: email. From his email. Yeah. That was his, his email. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I was like, why did you pick that? Like, because, you know, it's hard to even spell it correctly, you know. <laughs> He's like, well, I thought because it was long and complicated that it wouldn't get hacked <laughs> or stolen or figured out. Or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. It didn't even make sense. Yeah,
2: I know. I love
1: that. <laughs> you know the story about him buying the. Um, the so the mac this his second one his first one was one of those um orange or blue things remember yeah yeah the more yeah, like the, the TV they're, they're wide ones. and the, the yeah
0: what? it looks more yeah. like a tv set, old tv set or something
1: yeah so then his second one though because that one kind of pooped down on him um he wanted me to help him right <laughs> meet he wanted me to meet him at the apple store down in uh on 14th street uh on the west side because i only live two blocks from there right yeah so i said okay i'll meet you when are you going to be there he says because i need to get it i need to help you help me get it in the cab and get it up to my house and stuff like that so right so i go in there and he'd already been there earlier i mean he got there early and already had it there on the counter paying cash He had the cash in his hand like this when I walked in the door Yeah. and the late girl was like 21 years old, the cashier. And she's just looking at it like, (laughs) uh, uh," like that, like she's never seen it before. (laughs) She had to call the manager and he had to come over and they were all like astonished, you know, that this guy pulled out like $1,600 in cash or whatever
2: it was. (laughs)
1: I don't know how I got to that story but that's just yeah. so
0: funny. Helping him with his computer. Yeah, so you helped him get it home. Yeah. And,
1: yeah. yeah, it was just so funny. Oh, anyway, no. Yeah, Metamorphism uh that's coming out on Sunnyside Records in November.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And uh, that was the easiest record date I uh, easiest record deal I ever got in my whole life because right in the middle of this COVID thing like just like 3 weeks ago I sent it to the guy at Sunnyside because mm-hmm. um, it's already mastered, and I thought, well, what am I, you know, what the heck? I sent it to him. I said, I want, you know, I'd like this to come out on Sunnyside, you know, if you like it, and let me know. I sent it to him at 10.30 in the morning at 6 o'clock at night. He wrote me back and said, okay, yeah. Okay.
0: Said, so is In it, our world,
1: this stuff doesn't happen, okay? <laughs> so
0: how, who was on that?
1: Um, that's you... um, that's Lauren Stillman.
0: Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Saxophone.
1: Saxophone. Yeah. and john a bear on bass and uh-huh. uh, michael serene you know him
0: no nope.
1: s-a-r-i-n oh he's uh-huh. a guy around new york forever oh
0: yeah well maybe I've known I've, him for I've 30 years. years
1: yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah,
1: yeah it's what? a nice record called metamorphism and that tune this title tune is i composed that for paul like but yeah. now you know i just composed it a couple of years ago but yeah
0: can you play a little bit of it on your piano for us
1: Uh. Why not?
0: <laughs> you don't have
1: to. Um, yeah, if I could find it, <laughs> hold on a minute. Yes, I can do that. Hold on. Yeah. In my file of a thousand tunes that I've written.
0: Have you written a thousand tunes, really?
1: <laughs> uh, I think yeah. I have. Yeah. Wow. But I haven't recorded them all. Yeah, in my whole life, in my whole life, I've certainly written a thousand tunes. But I mean, the first five hundred probably bullshit. So you know, when I was a kid. <laughs> But I, I read I write a lot of music. There it is suitably simple like oh, yeah like he would write you know because uh-huh. he <laughs> writes very simple things and uh, guys everybody tends to overwrite. It's just a tendency because the better just like playing music, just like playing music a lot of people overplay, you know yeah of course it was not bad at all. it was the opposite. It was the underplay, you know as you know.
0: Yeah, you always said less is more, and less is more.
1: <laughs> That's the whole thing. Yeah. So yeah. So really, it is really less is more.
0: So who do you think um, of jazz pianists? Like, who do you think you're most you were most influenced by, or did you have anybody that you heard that you were just like, oh wow, I want to play like that? Well, with? yeah.
1: I mean, you know, when you come up, you I mean, you're sort of influenced by all the best players. At least I was. You know, you hear that guy and you hear. You think, wow, what, what's that? And then you sort of figure it out, you know, along. I mean, you go from one guy to the next guy and you study each guy. So, yeah. um, you know, so Duke Ellington, you know, and uh, all those guys, Wynton Kelly and Bud Powell and and all those older guys, you know, I studied each one separately, um, you know, and Monk. And then on towards, and then when I was younger, you know, Chick Korea was really there and Herbie Hancock, those guys. And yeah. So I, you know, you check out all those guys. So that's that's really the way it worked for me. Um, but my favorites are still are Duke Ellington and Paul Blay. Those uh-huh. people, players. Yeah. Yeah. They're quite different. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, and, and Monk. And I, you know, Monk is my all time favorite. So yeah. Mm hmm.
0: Did you ever get to meet Paul Blay or?
1: Sure. Uh Paul. Yeah, did uh, you? Paul introduced me. He did, Bird, yeah. In in Birdland, yeah. They were playing at Birdland with with Gary Peacock. Um,
2: uh-huh.
1: and um yeah, he came over to the table and they introduced me and he Blais said something like, uh after you know, we talked for a minute, and then he said, I can't play by playing in this dump.
0: <laughs> <laughs> About Birdland? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I thought it was funny. <laughs> it's not really a dump. I mean, in my world, it's kind of a nice gig, you know, with a good piano. So yeah. But in his world, you know, I think it was like, what am I doing here? Probably wasn't making enough money, you know. Where, I don't know where but would that, he yeah. where
0: would he play? That would be a good gig. I don't like a concert hall more. Oh yeah, Is that a
2: hall?
1: Yeah, yeah, a concert hall. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 Seems like a character. I don't know did, yeah, did you ever meet him or any, any of them? I, I never
0: met him, but Paul wrote about you know Paul wrote about him some about two different tours and stuff and yeah he yeah <laughs> he, was, he was definitely uh, kind of a prima donna in many ways right yeah <laughs> yeah I mean I know
1: guys that have been on the road with him and I've heard yeah. all the story of those stories it's
2: like,
0: yeah
1: Wow, you know very interesting <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: yeah, they're brilliant brilliant pianist that's for sure
1: <laughs> yeah 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 you know his aesthetic is just naturally sort of aligned with mine I we mean, I don't play oh. like him but um you know I don't steal his licks or anything like that I mean that's something I
0: yeah you have I, your own you I, definitely have
1: your own yeah, I, 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 mean, I expunge yeah. myself of everybody else's vocabulary after I learned it all you know yeah so after I learned it all then I, it took me several years to just completely uh get rid of it all of it you know I mean listen to myself to the point where you know if I anticipate that I'm going to play a chick career lick I don't do it you know what I mean or I mean if it occurs to me yeah point now it doesn't even occur to me but you know I don't know if you understand painting might be similar
0: um yeah oh yeah I I understand what you mean you you, yeah because you it's kind of like you develop technique and you master technique and then once you get to that point, then you can, you can walk it back, or you can walk it around and make it your own. You know, yeah,
2: yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna take us to the top of the hour with a cut from the album *As It Grows* on Hatology Records, with Russ on piano, Ed Schuler on bass, and Paul Moody on drums from 2002 recording came out in 2004 and the tune is Nagul and stay tuned for more of the Russ Lossing interview and more of his music after the top of the hour.
0: Thank you. Welcome back to the second hour of Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet. Today's show features an interview with pianist Russ Lossing that I did last week on Zoom. And um, we're hearing clips of the interview with bunches of Russ's music in between. Um, You just heard a cut from... His second album with Paul Modian called Motion Units, and that was with Ed Schuler on double bass, also. I recorded in 2002 and it came out in 2004. And we also heard Nagul before the top of the hour, and also had one cut of russ's hatology album all things arise which is solo piano and that was azure one uh duke ellington tune
1: but yeah so we played a bunch of sideman gigs um bunch of uh record dates and then and then of course we did the second record uh two years after the first one uh, Uh as it grows right
0: as it grows yeah
1: yeah which is quite different from the first one First one is very much more of a conventional yeah. jazz record, and then this one is very open. Yeah.
0: yeah, and on this one, you wrote all the compositions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, is do you you write music and then you just take it into the studio with whoever you're playing with and record? You don't really yeah. rehearse it or
1: it's uh, not he... well, not with Paul, because he wouldn't rehearse, right? yeah so. <laughs>
0: that was in his rehearsal. <laughs> but he didn't movie. you know
1: frankly, he didn't need to rehearse the set, you know, so um though, <laughs> no, but it's not always like that some sometimes, actually, most of the time it's a band, I go into the studio with a band that I've been playing with for a long time and re- and play live gigs and rehearsed and, and that's most of my recordings, so it is, yeah. Yeah, like Mood Suite. Those guys have never the three of us had never played together before. Uh I played with Mark. I played with Eric, and they played with each other. But and there was no money for any kind of rehearsing or anything like that. So that's all. We just showed up, and I showed up with this suite, and we just recorded it.
0: Yeah. So did you did you record it before the record company picked it up, or did you like did you tell them about it and then they you the money to record it oh no no no! He really
1: rec- oh no this this particular record company you know he produces he, the, no, you, yeah. he's he's there in the studio
0: uh-huh
1: yeah no, no he produces it you don't he doesn't really put many records out that he doesn't produce um yeah. mostly, he comes to new york three times a year and he sets up about six or seven or eight recording sessions in a week mm-hmm. and 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 then he goes back to wherever
3: he came Denmark.
1: <laughs> Denmark, yeah. But he also lives in nice. he lives in uh, South Carolina during the winter though. So, yeah.
3: Uh-huh. yeah.
2: Um,
1: but yeah. So that's what he does. And so no, he produces yeah. all the records. So now, all my all the other records I've ever done, I've done on my own. I've produced them, and sold them afterwards. Like you okay, said. Yeah. yeah. So this every is other new. yeah this, yeah this is the only. I think this is the only one that's yeah like this. You know, these two. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So what do you have a recording studio in New York that you like to use when you produce your own stuff?
1: Yeah, I mean I've been recording with this guy, Paul Wycliffe, at his studio forever, you know. Mm-hmm. And then um that's in New Jersey. And but then then we all then there's so many so many good studios here, you know, in New York. So, but the other one is in Brooklyn, it's systems too. Which everybody is recorded at it's gone now. It's just left this a couple of years ago. Oh. they sold it. But yeah. You if you look on the back of records, you'll see systems too on a lot of records. Yeah. But but this yeah, Paul Wycliffe has probably been recording. He's got a great piano and he gets a great sound and it's super great. So yeah. Yeah.
0: What is um what are maybe some songs we should play from Mood Suite? Do you have a sure. Any favorites of that?
1: Um, uh, Sarcastique, maybe. Uh, Number six,
0: okay.
1: Yeah. Um, Naughty is, is up, up tempo. And then, then Enchanté is a nice one too. Those okay. three, six, seven, eight are nice. Enchanté is a very beautiful and mysterious.
0: We didn't have time for all three of those but we heard sarcastique first and then enchanté from russell lossing's newest cd mood suite and steeplechase records with mark Helios and eric mcpherson um so tell us a little bit about how you started um paul like so you you did this you called him up you made an album together and then did you guys play together live or anything or did you
1: just yeah we did a record release at blue note uh-huh in new york yeah and that was back in the day when you could the local guys <laughs> could get a gig on a monday night they the, the monday night was sort of open for new york guys you know because otherwise yeah. blue note sort of books guys from out of town you know bigger famous uh-huh. people Yeah. So um yeah, so yeah, we did a we did a night and I remember it was snowing like crazy outside in the middle of January. We did Monday night, Blue Note was packed. A lot of Japanese tourists. Yeah. It was very interesting. That was a lot of fun. So we that was was that the first time we played live? Hmm. Maybe. I don't keep notes like he did, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, we played that. And then and then we were on Sideman things together. And, um, We were on a bunch of records as Sidemen together. Oh. You know, a few, yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, like, Samuel Blazer, the trombone player from Switzerland.
0: Oh, yeah. And, That's a really interesting album. That is that the one um, where he, he, he uses? Concert
1: in Motion, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Where we took those old themes. I mean, really old, right? <laughs> Renaissance it's it's like
0: really old music, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. From the Renaissance. Yeah. Yeah. And we kind of like uh, develop those themes in a different kind of way. Yeah. That, that was super fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Paul, I,
1: hilarious. Have you ever heard those clips that um, Samuel has like audio outtakes of that session um, that would be hilarious to listen to um, with Paul making uh, all kinds of comments? And all kinds of chatter in between
0: no i haven't heard oh that. they're great to listen
1: to because uh, we played one of samuel's interpretations and we we sort of played through it a little bit and then we and then we stopped and paul said sounds like christmas music so um <laughs> this is a running joke with this samuel and i for you know because we've been working together for so long now <laughs> we always yeah. use that you know sounds like christmas <laughs> music <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
0: That was Passacaglia from the album Consort in Motion. And that's by Biagio Marini, arranged by Samuel Blazier, with Samuel on trumpet, Paul Morian on drums, Russ Lawsing on piano, and Thomas Morgan on bass. And that came out in 2011 on Kind of Blue Records. I want to remind you that you're listening to Community Radio. W R F R Low Power Rockland Maine. Yeah. So did you start out with classical piano
1: or I did. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah.
1: <clears throat> Five years old, I started piano lessons. Uh-huh. Classical piano lessons. And when I was I started improvising when I was 10, but I didn't know what I was doing. But when I was 13, I started taking jazz piano lessons. But I kept uh-huh. going with all both. So I have a I actually have a yeah. masters degree in classical piano performance. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, and I have a masters degree in jazz. So So yeah, yeah, you know, the yeah. piano, the whole thing, yeah. But yeah, I'm really an improviser. <laughs> That's true. why I didn't become a classical pianist. There's no way.
0: Yeah. It's kind of interesting to me how Keith Jarrett plays classical music, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: And has I mean he has now for a long time.
1: Yeah, well, he started um, as a kid too. I mean, yeah, it takes a lot of guts to to, to to go back into that world. I mean, ugh, uh, you know.
0: Is so. it too too uh, stringent to like not?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, don't forget, you gotta. I mean, you have to actually play the music by memory, and I mean, I you know we all do it. Right? Beethoven Sonata's, they're 25 pages long all by memory and stuff like that. But I mean, there's a certain level of terror involved. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised he did that. No, but it's, it's amazing that he could do that and the other together. Yeah. You know? Wow.
0: Palmodian's composition conception vessel, from Russ Lossing's album Music of Palmodian, slow solo piano. So all your gigs are canceled and gone. Uh, yeah, that's I can't imagine it. Musicians, good god, it's like. It's about interesting. That.
1: Yeah. I mean, that what's fascinating it's... actually? It's the. A... I mean, it's, yeah. it's, inc- it's really interesting, actually, I have to say, because I've never experienced anything like this. And, um, yeah. I'm really used to being isolated <laughs> because I practiced the piano for a over 50,000 hours. Uh-huh. I figured it out a few years ago.
0: Wow. So
1: I'm used to being alone, you know, with my piano, but I mean, yeah. you know, so I'm used to isolation. It's no big deal. Yeah. Um, but, but the, the no gig thing is really interesting. It's fascinating, really. It's liberating in some ways, and then of course you miss it, you know. And that's that's how I make my livelihood, also. But yeah, it's liberating. So you don't have to deal with anybody.
0: Well, I (laughs) kind of, I kind of like that part of it too. Like, (laughs) I've just been working away in my art studio, and I, you know, I would go for a walk every day, and
1: (laughs) you know, you you catch up on stuff, right? That you. You really been wanting to do, you know? I'm I, I wrote I'm writing a big orchestral piece right now. Okay, oh, I had plenty of time to do it. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm writing yeah. a lot. I'm practicing a lot. I'm, it's it's kind of cool. Yeah, I miss my friends. Yeah, so we video chat and stuff. But it's it's kind of insane. I think we're we're in this for the whole year.
0: I mean, I I yeah. I, I'm I'm bored. <laughs> yeah. So I would yeah. I don't know anything else that you want to talk about like so you're so you're kind of like a free agent you can just go from different label to different label so that's how things are these days like at you
1: yeah i am totally i mean guys like me that we don't have any <laughs> home yeah i mean there are some of us yeah there's some guys that have like um ecm i think is the last possibility for any kind of uh yeah
2: Consistency,
1: yeah, consistency. Well, though I shouldn't say that, you know, I'm. I've been recording for Hat Hut Records, you know, for twenty years. Yeah, five, five. So no, I have consistency, and um, and this this will be my third record for Sunnyside Records. Uh, I have two records on Steeplechase, which is kind of a new thing for me, Mm -hmm. and I have a couple records on Fresh Sound Records, which is out of Barcelona. Uh-huh. and um so no you know it's not on one label but no usually people stick with me uh once they get get uh to liking me yeah <laughs> uh, just getting them to like me is the
2: problem <laughs>
0: <laughs> you invite them over to your pool
2: <laughs> yeah right <laughs>
0: cocktails But yeah, outside. I'm
1: a free agent. I'm I'm just a free, and right now I'm free as a bird. I don't have any commitments whatsoever. Yeah. I am, uh, you know, first time since kindergarten, or since first time since before kindergarten. Yeah, I don't have any commitments.
0: <laughs> so it sounds like you're you're dealing with it well. You're really able to focus. I kind of
1: I kind of love it actually. Studio. I have to tell you, yeah, yeah. it's I, like sort of, it's just a big break that I just can't believe. I I hate I hate it the the aspect of the death part of it you know
0: oh
1: I mean, yeah i can't really deal with that i mean that's not uh, and also i can't it's it really sucks that we can't go anywhere we don't you know yeah when we can't go anywhere i mean we don't go even to the grocery store you don't I mean, we're really no we're really really really, really careful
2: so you even though it's you know, delivered our, our,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, delivered or a curbside pickup at the grocery store where you don't uh-huh. get out of your car and they put it in your trunk. Yeah. yeah. Then when you get home, you have to wipe everything down. And, oh, it's good. It's horrible. But I don't know. Do you do this? I mean,
0: well, how bad is it up there? It isn't that bad. It's locally where I am. We only have a few cases of COVID. Um, but yeah, well, I I go to the grocery store, but you know, I wear a mask and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they only let so many people in at a time. Oh, well, that's and, that's cool. And so it's, that's... yeah, I mean, it's, but we, we don't have, you know, we don't have the death in cases like New York. I mean,
1: Yeah, but, but I mean, uh, in our little area here, we don't have that either. Um, yeah. I mean, we are in the country,
0: Was Paul Mordian's tune Dance from Russ Lossing's solo album Drum Music which came out in 2012 on Sunnyside Records You have a lot of new stuff then
1: Yeah well you know I'm, I'm just sitting around writing music and, and I'm now I'm recording here and solo piano um, so I'll probably have three or four albums solo piano by the time this thing's over yeah. I'm doing a, a program with Duke Ellington, a program of um Monk. And then I'm doing uh, you know, a completely improvised album and then I'm also doing an album of Brahms. Uh-huh. These little intermezzo pieces he wrote. Um I'm going to record four of them the way they're written and then I'm going to on after each one I'm going to improvise just on the general vibe i mean and the motifs you know that are in there yeah i'm just gonna imp- i'm just gonna totally improvise using that piece each one oh, nice. Yeah, should be fun but that's gonna come a little bit later like probably down the road about three four months
2: because yeah. i have to
1: actually learn the bronze pieces bus- better i've yeah. I played them since i was oh, probably 18 or something but yeah still they take work you know You you have to be able to I don't want to embarrass myself, so <laughs>
0: can't. Yeah, you don't want to put bad stuff out there. <laughs> yeah.
1: So anyway, I'm I'm productive. I wrote, uh, so I've already written two albums worth of original material in this little pause. Yeah, uh, on top of the orchestral piece that I'm working on, and uh, and everything else. So yeah, yeah, and it's good.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's great. Are people scheduling? Concert stuff for next year, or not even that yet. People are still sort of holding off.
1: um Yeah, we're probably gonna start. Well, I'm not sure. I personally am working on a tour for fall of two thousand and twenty-one,
0: uh-huh.
1: uh, and I have one booking in Switzerland yeah. so far. So I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean you you do have to start way ahead of time, by the way. And so
0: anyway, yeah.
1: And why not? I mean, the the tragedy of the whole thing is that. I have so many tours coming up as a side man, um, that are I think they're going to all be gone. I mean, i was yeah. supposed to go to Europe in September, October, and November and December.
0: Wow!
1: You know, I have tours. Yeah. Anyway,
0: yeah.
1: I have a feeling, I'm. They haven't been canceled yet, but um, uh, um, I'm yeah. hoping that something will will happen. Maybe we'll have a breakthrough with the
0: vaccine or something I'm not sure yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: doubtful right oh god let's hope I, so I,
0: I hope so I hope so but I I'm not convinced that it will it's yeah. that it's not that easy you know
1: No, yeah. I'm working on stuff for next year really pretty much just all looking at 2021 now hoping that I mean I hope that in a year we're going to be okay
0: I want to thank you for coming on the show and uh
1: Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing more new music that you're uh, having. Well, the
1: works. I'm I'm bringing them out, and I'll I'll send them your way. All, All right. right.
0: Yeah, well, good. Well, it's good to catch up a little.
1: Yeah, it's so good to see you.